Right, let's go to our next very special guest. Um, to be honest, he forgot that we were calling, but that's okay. That's okay. But uh, this this legend of the AFL VFL uh, played over. 350 games for Footscray and Fitzroy. His Bulldogs are into a preliminary final against the Power, and we're going to pick his brain about all that. And we say good evening to Dougie Hawkins. G'day, mate. Good evening. G'day, Hawk. Hello, everyone. How are you, buddy? Hello, how are you? You doing well? Yeah, right, mate. mate, you had a few sherbets? I, I, no, I just got home from work. I've walked into the house here in Bacchus Marsh. Yes. And uh, I've had a long day, but I'm happy to talk to everybody. And I actually know the Oracle. Ah, really? How? Yeah, I, I do know the Oracle now. I'm, um, I, I'm just trying to think back. I reckon uh, the Oracle come from Wagga. Yeah, he did. that he is it. Spot on. He knows. Played pretty up there in Wagga, and he, um, the horse trainer now who played with Sydney, um, Wayne Carroll. Yes, Wayne Carroll was up there. He coached me for a while. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah, coached the Oracle, and um, uh, I reckon you might have played footy with the Duck. Played a bit of school footy Wayne with the Duck. You're very good at this. <laughs> I reckon you would have played footy with him, Oracle, in 1986 at high school. How do you know all this? No, I, I know the Oracle. He doesn't know that I know all about the Oracle. <laughs> no, I reckon, I reckon from memory, I'm just trying to think now. I was talking to the Duck Carey. Well, I shouldn't say his name, but anyway. <laughs> I reckon you were number 11 at Turvey Park. I was. I was. Oh, this is extraordinary. <laughs> and, uh, and the Oracle, I reckon you played a bit of midfield, maybe a bit of wing, maybe. <laughs> He's right. See you, I can't see you as a, as a winger, I reckon. Well, definitely, a definitely a outside player. There's been a few kilos. Where did you get up and watch me play a few games, Hawk? Well, I, I actually got a couple of mates in Wagga. Yeah. yeah. And they said the Oracle uh, is a bit of a legend up in Warrigal. <laughs> <laughs> in my own life, I always thought in my own lunchbox. I had no idea. <laughs> Well, he's not better than Paul Kelly and obviously Wayne Carey, but he's not far off him. Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah, a bit Goodness. of outside. I liked it on the outside. Doug can run a bit. <laughs> Got a bit more coaching experience. How's that, the Oracle? That's lovely, mate. That is, that is awesome. Amazing. I think you're our new, our new Oracle, um, yeah. Dougie, I think, actually. Some of the research now better than he has. talking about me. Let's start talking about me now. I've <laughs> <laughs> I did talk. Well, I was going to talk. I was watching the Sunday footy show, mate. They insulted you on Sunday when they asked if you were following the Brisbane Lions or the Bulldogs for the finals. You were that stupid Billy Brownless. I mean, how dumb was that? That's I a mean, bloody stupid question. What, 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 a, what, a, what a absolutely stupid question. I mean, 17 years of... Go the line! <laughs> that was railing yelling at go the line. Oh, yeah, Billy's a bloody moron asking you that question. But, but stupid Billy, and then he rings me. He rings me, I'm on air. We're talking on air, and he rings me, rings my phone, and I left stupid phone. That's on. right, he did too. <laughs> and I said, are we actually still on air here or not? We're on air. <laughs> uh, hey, Doug, I want to ask you about your coaching, mate, when you were uh, nearly a 10-year anniversary for that tragic death of that boy you coached. And yep. can you talk, and I know it's probably a touchy point, but can you talk us through that? Like because the out, yeah. tragic, tragic circumstances, but what you guys were able to achieve was amazing. Yeah. Oh, it really was. It was the back of Marsh on the sixteens and a half, um, guys. It was. This is now our ten year anniversary, believe it or not. Um, 
the young boy who was um, uh, like a second son, not just a boy that I coached. His name was Nathan Prince. Uh, he copped an elbow in, in, in a qualifying final in the chest and um, actually collapsed on the ground. And uh, and then he was put on uh, life support in ICU at the Ballarat Base Hospital. And yeah. this young group had to go and play finals footy, not knowing if their their brother was going to make. So it was. But it was. A, they won the first semi. We. Um, the family turned off the life support, life support on the um, Wednesday night of the prelim final. Uh, the boys go out and get the job and win the prelim final. And then on the Tuesday of the grand final, we've got to have the funeral. So it, that, that was the hardest. That was the hardest part of the whole three or four weeks um, yep. uh, to go and have a, a funeral for a kid seven years of age. Just made no sense to to all of us at Bacchus Marsh Footy Club. Uh, we're playing North Ballarat, who are unbeaten. Uh, they're the best side in the competition by a mile. Uh, and just a couple of stories short, boys, with four or five minutes to go, um, we actually got them. We won by 12 points. So Amazing. It was an amazing um, performance by a young group of young boys, which they were. We went to the cemetery after the game, which we'll never, ever forget. Um where young Nathan was at rest and we put the cup down and we formed a circle and we sung the club song. Um, the club had never won a, a grand final of that age group in the history of the footy club. Um, so, yeah. you know, the, from the sadness and just unbelievable um, sadness to these boys to win that grand final was just amazing. It really was. It was just amazing. A young boy called Liam Duggan. Yep, yep, Liam. Who are who, who Oregon and the guys who I've watched um, in the first couple of weeks of training. Uh, I said to his old man, uh, if you guys may have, or you may not, he's a brave bloke, this bloke, James Schumer. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Duggan, yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he, I said to him, I said, listen, your young bloke's going to play league footy. He said, what do you mean? I said, mate, I said, mate your young bloke ticks, ticks every box. Uh, he ticks every box. He's gonna, he's gonna be lead. mate. The kid's gone now and played 110 games at West Coast Eagles. Played in the Premiership in 2018. Um, we had two other boys drafted. One went to Carlton. One went to St Kilda. I had two or three boys that decided to stay and play Central Highlands, which were good enough. These boys were good enough to play league football. Yeah. Um, it changed their life. Um, it changed all their lives forever. So this year, we have a 10-year reunion be at my joint back of Smash and to celebrate Nathan's um, life and to what these boys have achieved was just amazing. It was and, amazing. And I, do, and I don't know the answer to this, this Hawk, but with all your great achievements yourself in your own individual career and club career, that that moment, coaching moment and going through that probably rates up there as being the most significant or one of the most significant events in your life. Yeah, 100%. I, um, I was on that bike with Mike... Uh, Mike Sheehan yep. uh, a couple of years ago and, and I said that I said listen I had a, a few individual things happen for me in my VFL AFL career and obviously one was breaking the record Eddie Whitten who was Mr Football and yep. arguably the greatest player to ever play the game for me to break his record was just something that was my grand final I never yep. played him one at senior level yep. played him plenty at junior level at Braybrook but not at, not at senior level so that with that situation 10 years ago, that is the greatest moment, the greatest highlight 
in my football life. Yeah, yep. That beats Ted Witten's record. It beats playing my first game. Um, beats playing finals on only two occasions. Um, that is the highlight of my football life is what those boys achieved against the odds. And you'll have a connection with those boys for the rest of your life, mate? 100%. Uh, if I see them down the street, we hug and we... And we embrace and... Um, Not in Braybrook, yeah, I hope. Yeah, and, and, well, you, 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 you don't hug in Braybrook. Yeah, yeah. The hardest thing was that um, six boys were on the bench that day. Uh, four never got a, a second on the ground in the grand final. Yeah, yeah. So I had four boys sitting there never got a run. That's tough too. Pretty tough calling under 16 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but no. you know what? We're there to win. We're there to run second. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Winning's one thing, but it's the memory too that you created, and it, and you would have been in the game the whole time. It's not like the game was a blowout either way that you could give these up boys eight, a run. Hundred eighty percent. It was yeah. goal for goal for goal. Um, I wasn't prepared to bring a kid off who wasn't doing nothing wrong. Yeah, and these boys were on the bench for a reason. Yeah, you know, they'd been up and down a little bit during the year. Yep. Yeah, nice, good kids and all that sort of stuff, but yeah. I wasn't going to bring a kid on just for 10 minutes, just for the sake of it. Yeah. They yeah. still get a medal. They still get a medal. Yeah, go, Alex. Uh, you, you talk about Doug obviously being starved of success yourself. What did it mean watching the, the dogs in 2016 getting all the way to the flag? And <laughs> what, what does that mean to you? I sat up in the grandstand with my wife, Raylene, and we, we watched from the... Um, the AFL Life members area, um, and there was a lot of you know different players from different teams there. Obviously, from um, being Life members and stuff like that, it was just. I looked around and I looked at some of the great names that were sitting there, and I, I looked out in that ground and I thought, you know what? I'll be, I'll be honest. I was, I was a little bit jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would be, yeah. Well, that's yeah. okay. I, I mean, I, I spent seven years and never never able to get into a grand final, and some of these boys. Some of these guys have played 20 games, 30 games. Yeah. <laughs> and here they are standing on the uh, the big dance, which I call it, um, winning and final. They were magnificent. They were just magnificent against the odds. And, and you know what? I, I just reckon there's some sort of similarities about this group now. It's, it seems to be that thing again, that sort of against the odds. Um, they travelling from playing in Brisbane uh, last week to win that, you know, game within the last bloody couple of seconds and then then fly over to Perth, quarantine over there. Now they're going to fly to Adelaide and play Port at home. They've had the week off. 55,000 Port Adelaide supporters at Adelaide Oval. It's going to be a tough gig. It's going to be a tough gig. And the bot may not, you know, the bot, the bot will play. He'll play. Don't worry about that. He'll you reckon play. he'll play this week? Yeah, I, re- I reckon he will. Just got, just got this gut feeling about him. I think he's, I think he's a fitting pro. Yeah. He's got no structural damage. Uh, he'll have obviously some bruising around his back of his knee. Um, I think if he can't play midfield, if I was Luke Beveridge, who, by the way, has coached very well over the last you know, five or six years since he's, since he's been in charge, yeah. um, I'd, play him in the, I'd play him deep in the goal square. No, yep, no, very good. But a prelim final weekend. Dargo, you, you obviously featured a few times um, as a player. Um Tell us about your experience of the build-up and then playing in it, because you played in some pretty pretty amazing prelim finals. Yeah, '85 was a big one for us. Brad Hardy won the medal. I won my only and first best and fairest. 
Um, we got beat by Hawthorne in the qualifying final by 97 points. Jesus. Under the great Mickey Malthouse. Yeah. Uh, the next week we reload and play North in the semi. Uh, Beasley kicks 100 goals. Simon Beasley, fantastic player, by the way. Uh, and then we go and play Hawthorne again. So here we are within three weeks. Uh, make it two weeks. We're playing a side that beat us by 97 in a prelim final out at Waverley. Cut the story short again. They only beat us by 10 points. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So Malthouse's coaching was magnificent. He turned us from being 97-point losers to getting beat by only 10 points. They could have went either way too, by the way. Mm. And we played very well against Essendon. We've beaten them once during the year. Who, by the way, are a very, very good side in 85. Yep. Um, and we couldn't get to them. We couldn't beat Hawthorne. And then they had to wait another eight years to play in another prelim final against Geelong. Mm. And we couldn't beat Geelong, but we could beat West Coast Eagles. So it was just a... It's crazy, isn't it? What did you make of Waverley? Were you glad to see it go? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Cold, wet, miserable? Well, just, just, I mean, to come from... I I was living in Bacchus Marsh at that stage, and uh, in the early days I was living in Brave. But um, driving out there, and then you get there, it was a big joint, it was actually pretty cold there, it was a huge ground. For some reason, it was like a monster ground. Yeah. Um, it didn't worry me. I, I played okay there, but um, one of the, the only good thing they had great showers. That's great. Showers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw some of your highlights I had to drive on. Home, I had to drive home, an hour home, back into Footscray and over the Westgate Bridge. And, um, it was a long way out, the old Waverley ground. But um, I mean, yeah. So yeah, two two prelim finals and didn't quite make it. Growing up in Braybrook, did you grow up with the Duggins? Uh, the Duggins lived across the road from my best man in my wedding. Yeah, righto. Sunshine. Yep. Robbie Grunewagen. Robbie Grunewagen. Yeah, um, okay. Captain Grunewagen was the best man in my wedding. I was, I was in his. Yeah. Uh, he lived across the road from the Duggins. So I knew I knew um, Liam's uncle, which was Vinny, Vinny Duggan. Yep. Uh, Vinny played at Footscray, played seconds and played under-19s at Footscray just before me. And I knew Vinny from Sunshine Wise at where I played a lot of as a young kid growing up. Uh, and I knew of the Duggan, I knew of Vinny Duggan back then when I was only a young kid playing cricket. Uh, so the connection to the Duggan has been very, very, uh, very, very strong. Yeah, very and then the coach, young Liam, the end of the day... Um, he was going to make it anyway. It wouldn't matter who coached him. Humphrey Bear could have coached him. That <laughs> cat might have coached him. What was his What was his skill? The main weapon, the left foot. Well, he just he just had he had he had super balance, and he had and he was a great decision maker, and he was and he was, and he was a great kick. So decision making and great kick are two different things, but he could do both. Yeah. And he had great balance, and and he had terrific courage. He could mark it over his head. He was good at ground level. So he ticked every box, and I sat there and I went, every box, this is kid's going to make it. This kid yep. will make it. And one-on-one, I played him on the wing, yep. and we'd go for him from full back. And one-on-one, you can't beat him. You couldn't beat him. Yeah, you, just right. could, you put a big small bloke on him, you push him to the ground, put a small bloke out, mark you. It just... And it was only his first year up. He was still on... It was only... He had another year on a 16 and a half, young Duggan. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. I saw a few of your highlights on the Sunday footy show, mate, and... Um, you know, the passage of time, you sort of forget how good someone was, mate, and you were you were a great player and you really enjoyed watching you play as well. 
Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't I? You were great. <laughs> <laughs> you were extraordinary. Um, now, Dougie, uh, big, uh, obviously, prelim this weekend. Um, we'll just get your tips on it, mate. Uh, who wins on Friday night, the Dees or the Cats? You ready for it? No. Are you ready for it? Now I am. <laughs> it is going to be raining. Oh. <laughs> it is going to be raining. Cats and dogs. Not that I'm a punter. You're long at 280 and the Bulldogs at 290. Take a little multi. <laughs> you might get $8 or $9. And don't forget gamble responsibly. Don't well, yeah, sure. <laughs> so you think Geelong might get up? I just reckon they can. I just reckon Melbourne are under the pump. I reckon there's a lot of pressure on Melbourne. Uh, they've had the week off. Uh, the last journey, I know it was three years ago, they got absolutely smashed by the Eagles over there. Different environment, different club, different team, different situation. But there's still a bit of that sort of floating around, I reckon there would be. Yeah. And the pressure, I think, I think Melbourne won their last flag, what, 63 or 64 or something? Yep. yep. I just reckon Melbourne's on a heap of pressure. And if Geelong come out, and I think they will put a lot of pressure on them early. Um, I, I think the Cats can get them. The Cats have been there and done it. Melbourne hasn't, haven't done it. And I reckon the Dogs, if they can start well early uh, against Port Adelaide, uh, I think they can get the job done. Yeah, you so, can't let Port get a run on. They get their tails up. They're front runners. Uh, the crowd, the, 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 you boys, I'm telling you right now, nothing worse at footy park was back when the Crows were going. Yeah. When they got their tail up, it was the most uncomfortable environment you want to be in. You just want to, you just want the siren to go and get out, get the hell out of the joint. It was yeah. just, it was shocking. It was shocking. So, um, the dogs are, are really, uh, they, they're a fighting side, and they'll come and they'll come to play. And they'll play right to that last siren. Make no mistake about it. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. I'm looking okay. forward to it. Okay. As a Melbourne supporter, you, um, it makes me feel a bit ill, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, Dougie. I can, I can, Mate, I've been wrong many times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doug, we've got to probably wrap it up there because we've got to get to the next show. But thank you so much for joining us this evening, mate. It's been great to uh, chat about your career and um, everything else, which um, was just as amazing. So uh, thanks so much for your time, mate. You've been great, Doug. Thanks, right, mate. Uh, it was great to talk to the Oracle. Yeah, thank you. Wagger, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, though he's a superstar in his own lunchbox. Yeah. In my own lunchbox, I'd about <laughs> right too. Fantastic. <laughs> brother. <laughs> we'll have a beer, Hawk. We'll have a beer. 100%, 100%, boys. <laughs> See you, buddy. There we go, Doug Hawkins.